God is holy, our God is gracious, our God is faithful, our God is reliable. The covenant-keeping God, we ascribe all glory to you again this Monday morning. We want to appreciate you, faithful God, righteous one, for how far you have helped us. We slept and woke up again because you are with us but thank you for not sleeping over our case thank you for helping our lives thank you for your presence in our families once again we want to appreciate you for all our fathers biological and spiritual fathers all over the land we give you praise most high for their lives for grace for strength for every enablement you have given to all our fathers thank you for the celebration yesterday thank you for all the blessings i pray this morning that all the prayers prayed for each of our fathers every one of us i pray that lord answers them all and the testimonies begins today in the name of Jesus Christ. Dearly beloved, my prayer for you this week is that all that you have set your heart on to do this week, none of them will fail. In the name of Jesus, none of your plan and God's plans for your life shall fail this week the god of heaven will help you to succeed in all your undertakings in the name of jesus it's my prayer for you this week heaven and the earth will cooperate with you the lord god of heaven will help you everything it takes for you to realize your God-given dreams this week, God will make them available. Help will not fail you in the name of Jesus. All of those reoccurring setbacks you used to experience, they have stopped and they are gone forever. There shall be no setback in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray God will help you. He will hold you by the hand. You remember Isaiah chapter 45 from verse 1, God was speaking concerning Cyrus. He said, whose right hand he has held. And God said, he will subdue nations before him. He will open to leave gate before him. He will, he will, he will, he will help him to succeed, giving him the, the treasures of the dark places. It is my prayer that everything God needs to do to help you succeed this week, 
help God will do it. Nothing will limit you and me, even this week, in the name of Jesus. We will have testimonies in the name of Jesus Christ. I bless you this week. It shall be a week of joy, a week of peace, a week of progress. There will be no sorrow, no loss, no accident. I decree in the name of Jesus, there shall be no accident coming your way this week. Whether domestic or road accident, it shall not come. In the name of Jesus, the Lord will be your shield and shelter. In the name of Jesus, God will help you. Every one of us, including myself, I need help. I pray God will help all of us. In the name of Jesus Christ, so shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen and amen. Let me encourage someone this morning. Please, don't stop praying. That's just my encouragement for you this morning. Don't stop praying. You know the Bible says we should pray without season. We should pray without season. But I know that in a number of places, many people have been discouraged when it comes to prayer. Many are more or less getting frustrated. And the reason is very simple and straightforward. It is because answers to the previous prayers and traveling <clears throat> have not come. All right? Nothing encourages a man in the place of prayer like testimonies that you prayed and God had. You received testimonies. You want to pray again. And you pray, God answers your prayer. You want to pray again. But you see, when you are praying and there is no commensurate result, even if you are not talking, people around you wants to ask you questions. That's why the psalmist said, let no man ask me, where is your God? Now, um, there are situations where people, you know, people are praying and praying and nothing seems to be walking, nothing seems to be forthcoming. Now, uh, the tendency is for such a man to stop praying. But I want to encourage you, don't stop praying. Your answer is on the way. You know, in that Hebrews chapter 10, Hebrews chapter 10 in verse 35, I love that scripture. You know, he said, cast not away, therefore your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. Don't cast away your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. Except for you have need of patience, that after you have done the will of God, you might receive the promise. You have done the will of God. The will of God is for you to pray. The will of God is for you to fast. The will of God is for you, you know, 
maybe there are some other things God wants you to do. There are, I've had people who said they also sowed some seeds, all right, towards their expectation. Maybe you have done some of those things in the church. You have done it into the lives of people sowing seed in great expectations that the harvest is coming. And you know, the scripture is very plain when it comes to some of these principles. You know, Genesis 8.22, as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest shall not cease. It didn't say seed time and harvest time. It says seed time and harvest. So we don't really know the harvest time, but we know harvest will not fail to come. You have sown, it said, whatsoever a man soweth, that he shall reap, whatsoever he sows. So we know that there is harvest coming. The timing, it is God that determines the timing. All right? So the fact that your harvest has not come, don't give up. All right? It's a cast not, therefore, away your confidence, which has great recompense of you, and you have need for patience after you have done the will of God, so that you may receive the promise. In verse 37, he said, for yet a little while, a little while, you have been waiting, you have been praying, yet a little while, he that shall come will come and will not tarry. He that shall come. The answers you are waiting for will come. Just a little while. And you know, sometimes there are people, just that little space that they would have obtained the promise, it's at that point they give up. Look at the case of Saul and Samuel. Remember, you know, how Samuel promised Saul, I will come and make sacrifice. There is a battle, no doubt about it. But that sacrifice was a determining factor, all right, for Israel to win that war. Now, the enemy has pitched their tent against Israel, and Saul was leading the battle on this side, and they have waited for Samuel. One day, two days, it appears the enemy was closing, three days, four days, Five days, six days. Excuse me. It's easy to say now that I should have waited. If you are the one, by the third day, you would have done what Saul did. Most likely. I mean, you are seeing visibly the enemies and people already more or less relocating, leaving you. And it's like, uh, you know, your camp is, is draining. And the enemy, they are raging and all that. On the seventh day, he just decided, if Samuel is not forthcoming, let me do what needs to be done. Maybe it's just to slaughter this and do it. And he did as he was doing it. Samuel arrived. And that was a whole problem for Saul. Excuses of, oh, it's because you delayed in coming. You should have waited. You should have waited. Beloved, wait. Wait 
with expectations. I learned a serious lesson from a family friend who were visiting us uh, a, a few years back. You know, they they arrived at about 8 p.m. You know, we were just chatting. Uh, when their son, who went for an interview in Lagos, all right, called them and said, Daddy, I am still here at the venue of interview. He was asked along with others to come for an interview. It's distance away from home by about 9 a.m. He had been there waiting along with others. 9 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. They, they are not doing anything. They just sat down there. Some of them started leaving. It appears these people are not serious. And then, three o'clock, four o'clock, nothing. And, I mean, you get weary. Six o'clock, nothing. The number have drastically drained. People have left. And they were still waiting. Seven o'clock, eight o'clock, and then he called his dad. Dad, I'm still here. What should I do? I was seated there when the dad said, Have they asked you to go? No. He said, Wait there. What well, it was a serious lesson for me. Wait there. If they have not asked you to go, they are not driving you away. Sit down there. And he sat down. Not too long after, the MD came that the real test you have passed for waiting, it was deliberate. It was a major test. And that was how he got the job. For waiting. You know, if he has gone just one hour before that time, all the waiting all the sacrifices from the money would have been lost. The Bible says, yet a little while, it shall come, will come. In verse 38, it said, now the just shall live by faith. But if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. He said, but we are not of them who draw back to perdition, but of them that believe unto the saving of the soul. What are we saying this morning? Don't give up praying. Don't stop praying. Keep believing. Keep walking. Whatever it is that God has laid on your heart to do, please keep doing them. Are you sowing? Keep sowing. Are you fasting? Keep fasting. Keep waiting. Believe God. The Bible says, He that believeth shall not make haste. I believe God and I pray for you that that which you are waiting for will come speedily. Delay, God will, will remove from your path. God will clear whatever is blocking your visitation. The Lord will remove totally in the name of Jesus. The Lord will hasten his word to fulfill in your life in the name of of Jesus. God bless you. This week, may the Lord fill your mouth 
with songs of praise, answers to prayers in the name of Jesus. Don't forget, our pilgrimage still holds September 12th, and um, I want you to be a part of this great visit to the, the, the nation of Israel. It's going to really be an encounter with God, a season of great help. And um, we're going to encounter God in a practical way, I believe. So join us. The, 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 the registration is still on, so don't miss it. I'm your brother and friend, Sunday away.